0: You think football is still fun? Uh, Yes. Yes, Sir? Yes. No. No? Sir? sir, uh, It was fun. Not anymore, though, is it?
2: Is it? No, not
0: anymore. No, it's not not fun anymore. Not even a little bit. Look at that. He hit the fall. Gotta get some free steak. You having fun yet? Oh, yeah. I'm having a blast. Thanks. Good.
1: All right. Welcome back to Big Screen Sports, the podcast where all movies are sports movies. I am your host, Kyle Banduho. And uh, if you listen to the show often, you will probably realize that I have all the allergies on the planet right now. So you're about to have to deal with that for about an hour and 15 minutes. But uh, today's episode, it's me and Caroline. We are talking Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, um, You know the, the premier Super Bowl movie uh, of all time. Um, but before we get into that, want to shout out our Patreon group. Thank you for all the support. Uh, you all have mail in not in the mailbox. Hopefully, hopefully in route. Uh, Everyone who, who sent me an address, you all have mail, but shout out to our producer level, big chill patrons as Aaron Figueroa, Mike Schubert, Steve Rogers, Kevin Frost, Mike D, Ryan Yeager, Mike Dries, Chris Mikoski, John Craig, Sam Smith, Zach Rich, Jason Alba, Steven Debo, Classic Stadium Fire, and Kevin Inkelman. Big thanks to them and all of the patrons for supporting the show and picking some damn good movies lately um we've, we've got some good stuff on the docket that the patrons are picking i think the two choices that it looks like that we're gonna have for rom-com month in february are two to my favorites so a um, lot of good stuff there in the patreon if you want to support the show if you want to vote on movies if you want to get a say on what the show covers uh go to patreon.com slash big screen sports you get you get votes you get schedule updates uh you get the occasional little little bit of merch so all good stuff there um, with that, not going to belabor this this intro. Uh, Ace Ventura: Pet Detective, 86 minutes, great runtime, a uh, lot of fun. Let's get into it. Ventura.
0: Yes, Satan? Oh, I'm sorry, sir. You sounded like someone else.
1: All right, returning to big screen sports. My co-host, Caroline Darney. Caroline, how are you doing tonight?
2: I'm doing great. How are you?
1: You know, I've been better uh, with the, the cedar <laughs> fever. Um, like I told you before we started recording uh, and telling the uh, people who didn't listen to the intro, because I'm going to mention this in the intro too, going through it right now in allergy season. Um, did the, uh, did the, the best of episode from, I think, two weeks ago. There was a clip in there from last January where it sounded pretty cedary and uh, we're, we're doing the same thing. So we're playing, playing injured.
2: I didn't know. So that's one that like we don't really have bad cedar issues up Mm -hmm. here in Virginia. We have ragweed is my cedar. Like any day that I wake up and I'm like, God, I feel like a total bag of ass. What is And I look at the weather app and I'm like, and it's like ragweed in your area is high. And I'm like, ah, yes, that's why every inside part of my head itches right now. Great. Cool. So when
1: I lived in Virginia, the problem for me was itchy eyes. Yep. And, and now here in Texas, it is is just the sinuses. I feel like I've been hit yeah. by a dump truck. <laughs> yeah. So
2: sorry, I don't mean to laugh, but it's just <laughs> the that is an accurate description of it. My thing with allergies is when I know it's a really bad day is when you know, like the inside of your ears and like the back of your throat. It feels like, but it's a place that is totally internal. You can never get to ever. Oh yeah, that feels like it itches, and you yeah. like try and like move your jaw around, to, like. It's this phantom thing, and then you're like, "Oh, I can pinpoint every single one of my sinuses at this oh, moment." Oh yeah, we're just yeah.
1: we're just in a bad place right now. But what's going on yeah. at Bet for the Win?
2: <laughs> well, you know, we've got some college football playoff content. Um, we might have heard that TCU is playing for the National Championship
1: tonight.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. When Day this comes out, tonight, I was like, yes. right. I was like, do I need to be? <laughs> I need to be working right now, Kyle. I have to go. No, in the future. Um, yeah, and so we're, we've got a bunch of content around there. We've got all sorts of March, Mad- March Madness, pre-March Madness, aka January basketball. Um, and uh, we're starting. We had our first um, Super Bowl planning meeting. So. Oh, mm. well.
1: Speaking of the Super Bowl tonight, we are we're doing a Super Bowl movie. Uh, we, we are doing Ace Ventura Pet Detective, the 1994 comedy, a goofy detective specializing in animals goes in search of the missing mascot of the Miami Dolphins, the Super Bowl bound Miami Dolphins uh, in, in this movie, not in real life. Certainly. Uh, starred Jim Carrey, Courtney Cox and Sean Young is directed by Tom Shadyache, got a 48% on Rotten Tomatoes, and it was part of this special time in the nineties where they would just pick a comedy star and build a movie around them. Like they would make a character, build a comedy around them. It was like Jim Carrey, Adam Sandler, Chris Farley, before he passed away, like Mike Myers, like that. They Kaylin, yeah. they truly don't make them like this anymore.
2: Yeah. It, this is like, it's weird. Cause I was just saying before we started recording, if you asked me like, Oh, who are your favorite comedic actors or whatever? Like, I don't think Jim Carrey would like make the list, but this is a movie that legitimately, I can't tell you how many times I've seen. I think I have nearly the entire thing memorized. And the first time I watched it, my parents, we were living in Germany. My parents had gone out of town for the weekend and we stayed with our neighbors. There was like a, um, maybe in their like mid 3rd I you're a kid and you have absolutely no idea what age yeah, anyone every, is.
1: Everyone, everyone who was an adult was ancient.
2: Yes. So they were probably like the age I am now. <laughs> and they had... <laughs> Um, which is like early twenties, obviously. No, I'm of kidding. course, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like they're in their mid thirties, mid to late thirties, if you will. And so they had this on VHS, and I think my sister we had never seen it. I think we watched it seven or eight times over that weekend, like, and just kept why because the second that the first scene starts and the music hits and he's in that <laughs> HDS uniform. <laughs> I'm in stitches. Like it's just hilarious, and like you said, this was because he did in Living Color. Was he? He was SNL. It's been a long no, day. he was.
1: He was in Living Color, um, and he was. In, he did stand up. Stand up, but no. Okay, this movie-wise was his breakout. Although we were talking that this, The Mask, and Dumb and Dumber all come out at the end of 9 in 1994, or by the yeah. end of 1994, and. At, at that point after that he is one of the biggest stars of the 90s in in yeah. Hollywood he is incredibly bankable i mean he's in movies so this made 71 million the mask then makes 119 million dumb and dumber 127 he's in batman forever which makes 182 million um but then the sequel to this makes over 100 million liar liar makes 181 million the truman show makes 125 million and i mean and then like a couple years later, he's the Grinch and that's, I mean, it, it's, yeah, it's incredible. Like the run that this catapults him on and yeah. it, his filmography for me is so interesting. Cause it's the, the highest of highs and lowest of lows. Like I was, I was like you with this on VHS. I, I watched it a ton as a kid, same with dumb and dumber. I don't have the same fondness for the mask. Yeah. Um. And, and, but with, with him, I think it's most interesting when he tries a serious role. Um, yes. Like, yeah. I, I think like, his best movies are, for me, like, they're not... I've seen Ace Ventura and Dumb and Dumber the most. His best movies, for me, are The Truman Show and Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind.
2: I'm trying to think if I've seen Eternal Sunshine. I, before we recorded, I was like, I haven't seen it in a while. If I have seen it, it's been a long time. Um, I think my favorite if is... I actually also think Liar Liar is one of his underrated ones. Mm-hmm. That Liar, movie is excellent. Very funny. Um, and... But Truman Show is, I think, an actually excellent film. Like,
1: oh, it's fantastic.
2: It's it's got and that's where it's weird that. So there's a few moments in Ace Ventura where he he does it on purpose. Like he's not breaking character, but Ace Ventura breaks the vibe. And like when he goes in to apologize to Melissa after he does the like saddlebags and that thing. <laughs> um, and he's like, listen, Melissa, um it truman show is like an actually sincere character that has heart and still has the funniness and the quirkiness and it's like actually makes you think about stuff you know like i
1: mean truman show just overall just incredible movie
2: yeah i feel we don't as a society we don't talk about truman show enough i haven't seen it in forever I just always think of it when I'm driving anywhere (laughs) because I'm always like you people cannot be real. Like how, where did you come from? (laughs) Yeah. Like where did you, how did all of you pull in front of me at the same time? But I think when I think of his roles, I think primarily, I don't even think of the mask. That's how little I think of the mask. Yeah. Not like, I mean, I'm not, I don't know if anyone's like, it is the best made movie ever. And so like, so, but I just, it's the, um, what is it, the Mad Men (laughs) thing where he's like, I don't think of you at all. Like That's kind of where I am with the mask. I'm just like, I forget that you exist. But this is all to say, I think Ace Ventura and Dumb and Dumber are like, I don't, it sucks to be like, yeah, he did his two best, like the first thing he did. But I think kind of. As far as
1: comedies, yeah. Because after, you know, anything after this, you kind of get into... Um he's either doing something that's got a little more, even if it's a comedy, got a little more of like a serious or darker vibe, like the cable guy, or there's like Bruce yeah. Almighty, which was a thing. Those are
2: pretty funny. Yeah,
1: it's funny. Actually, I'm
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, this one is interesting um comparing it to Dumb and Dumber, whereas Dumb and Dumber, again, like the Farrelly brothers, who I, I like a lot of the Farrelly brothers comedies. Um, he's he's got Jeff Daniels to play off. He's got a bunch of other like funny character actors in that one. A lot you of great. Talk jokes. about
2: people that have done a lot of very weird role combinations. I think Jeff Daniels in Gettysburg and Jeff Daniels in Dumb and Dumber are like two of the like.
1: My man has range. My <laughs> and then man he's has... the
2: dad in Arachnophobia.
1: Like... Yeah, my my man has a lot of range, <laughs> and then yeah, but so there's that, and then there's this where it is like. Jim Carrey is the driving force in every single scene in this movie. I'm not, is there, is there a scene that he is not in besides when Snowflake gets, it's like Snowflake gets kidnapped and then they hire Ace and I'm pretty sure he's in the rest of the movie.
2: There's a couple like Courtney Cox and the like rich guy conversations while he's getting attacked by the shark, but it's still a scene that he exists like. Yeah. In. Yeah, all of this stuff is like a setup where he's on his way or something. Cause even when it's like Einhorn talking to um Dan Marino, like Ace is almost there. So there's very few, if any, scenes where he's not immediately present.
1: Yeah, it's if you don't find Jim Carrey, his his delivery and his style of physical comedy funny, there is nothing redeeming in this movie for you, I think. Yeah. Like it just it just won't work. So I I, I Pose you the question, this is a Hall of Fame all star starter or bench warmer sports movie.
2: Um, I think I'm going to give it an all star only because when we're going to talk extensively about this, but there is a lot in this not a lot, there is but a very particular theme that does not age well. Um, and that revolves around the, the Finkel Einhorn story and not so much just that that happens but just the way that it's handled and the reactions and all that mm-hmm. stuff and like that to me and we're, like i said we'll get into that but like that to me has to bump it down i think the rest of it um it's you know it's hard you can say like oh i can separate that out like this part but like all that so it's it's the you have to take the whole thing and you have to take the t- sadly the time period. Um, where a lot of these jokes were very commonplace and accepted. And that was reaction and like, ew, boys kissing gross. Like it's all that 90, you know,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, um, very for the time. I mean, and when yeah. I first saw this movie, cause I would give it an all-star too. the nostalgia part. Um, you know, even watching it last night, just completely just <laughs> on every single allergy <laughs> man in the world, there's still moments like lines I'm looking forward to. And it, <laughs> it's, it's really like truly a great comedy to display. Yeah. But, um yeah i mean let's let's not get it out of the way but let, let's talk about it like yeah the first first piece of imdb trivia i'll read the film was heavily criticized by the lgbt community for being homophobic and transphobic in it's handling of a transgender villain and ace's reaction to kissing her um something you know director defended it uh it, it's 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 sad because you you see you could have kept the plot, like the same thing, yeah. like Ray, you know, Ray Finkel did this and not had it, it, it's, it's really not like it would have been small adjustments to make it, yeah. um, to make it age better. And it just, it's, it was absolutely the, the, the time because yeah. I, when I was little, I laughed. I thought it was really funny. Um, I, I still laugh at him burning his clothes and getting in the shower It's just an incredible form of physical comedy, but it is deeply insensitive.
2: Yes, and I guess at the time, I was, you know, unaware of a lot of things. Like, at the time, was it heavily criticized, or is that more in retrospective? Because I read some stuff where, like, so Jim Carrey said, you know, that was making fun more of Ace and his limited viewpoint. And I was like, okay, the the hardest thing is, and it, it, the transphobic part of it comes in at the scene where they're um, saying, or showing, in, or he's trying to prove mm-hmm. that lois einhorn is actually ray finkel so this people would say like oh well it's not even a trans situation because it's not like it's a disguise not whatever like i don't care it's the same idea it's the idea behind all of it it's the Mm -hmm. idea behind the exposing of this woman um to say ew or gotcha or gross and like that's the part that's like that now watching it i didn't laugh at that part anymore well then there's
1: also the joke of after it's revealed that Lois Einhorn is Ray Finkel, that all the yes. cops like implying that she made out with the whole police department. Um including, Or just including that that's a, gross. Yeah. Like yeah, how ooh. Like, exactly, like that's like, the
2: part that, that is, bad, is put on it. Really, and it's, it's really bad. Yeah. yeah
1: and it it, it, it kind of ruins the end as you watch it. It's yeah. not nearly it's not nearly as funny. Like it's much no. it's much better to watch the rest of the movie.
2: Yeah. There's a few other instances of I think you could probably classify her homophobia or at least, you know, jokes at the expense of, um, because the, when he's looking at all the rings, the one, the guy that he's next to in the bathroom stall. And it's like, Ooh, let me get away. Like, Mm -hmm. and it's a lot of characterizations of like, Oh, let me follow Like that kind of stuff. Um, and, this isn't you know i'm sure i don't know i actually i think your listeners are probably super cool and chill so they're not gonna be like oh the, they turned woke in politics, and politics it's just a matter of like it just now it's one of those this net that never would fly and it shouldn't fly and if you want i can still i still laughed and enjoyed 98 of this movie and i i think it's important that we just say like hey this shit's not cool like that's yeah. not funny any- it's not funny i shouldn't say it's not funny anymore because it wasn't ever funny like that's yeah. you know society has in most cases grown and evolved and um it's uh the part that's hard is like it's demoralizing and like demeaning in so many ways just to have her stand there in front of a that room was, full of men it's that all was men the thing except thing that got Cox. me
1: like it was yeah it was it's like yes this person has committed committed murder and is yes. is your bad guy but like you see that and you feel you feel sorry for this person
2: yes i and, felt sorry for her and, mm-hmm. and she the actress played sadly played it very well like yeah. the the fear because there's probably like the fear and anxiety in her face anyway so mm-hmm. there's a lot of like i think this also leads into not this movie but this type of thought process that led to this scene creation and like the haha jokes of it and like the reason that i find it so upsetting now is like that's the thought process in reasoning that leads to literal crimes like hate crimes against mm-hmm. trans people and gay people and i don't that sucks like that's terrible that shouldn't be happening so i think that's why it's important that we wanted to like talk about that and say like <laughs> that's terrible i that's wish that did not exist like yeah. i it, it made me honestly very upset to watch i didn't laugh once in the scene like and there's other parts in that whole scene leading up to it when he's in the boat with the little like fan that's mm-hmm. funny yeah that's funny and it's even when he's talking to dan marino he's like oh it's good to see someone who doesn't buckle under the pressure hey eh, dan like <laughs> i laughed at all that stuff it's just as soon as they get to the like, and like we talked about there's probably some small changes you can make or ways that you can prove that this is ray fin- that it's ray finkel because mm-hmm. even the finkel to einhorn i think isn't necessarily a storyline that crosses any lines or whatever it's 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 the way that they handled and demeaned that portion of it that is the thing that's upsetting in this movie so i just want i know like you you felt the same way we wanted to like talk about this part up front because it's important and when we talk about old movies that old movies god i feel so much older now too but like we talk about movies from times where people made jokes like this and it was fine um I think it's important to say like, hey, that shit's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: yeah, it's okay it's...
2: to grow and accept that movies we loved and still love most of and can talk about fondly have parts that need to be addressed and called but out for that how is, terrible they were.
1: That is exactly right. And so now let's get into the rest of the INDB trivia. Yes. There's there's some good nuggets. Uh, <laughs> the, the original concept was that the pet detective character was a bumbling idiot until Jim Carrey was cast and his character was rewit- rewritten. Carrie reportedly had two conditions for doing the movie. The comedy had to be as zany as physically possible, which like check
0: yeah, and got his it.
1: character, despite his quirks and eccentricity should be good at what he does, which I think is crucially important. Cause I yes. think it, it yeah. very much helps us that ACE is actually good at what he does. Like well, he's good the, at parts the, of p- it, parts of it, but <laughs> it's the, not good at the
2: business model side. Yeah. Of it's
1: like, well, Oh yeah, we'll talk about that. Uh, in fact, I actually want So ACE is ACE is good. at he, he, we, When we first see him, he finds a lost dog. He eventually solves the Snowflake case. He also instantly realizes that Roger Predactor was murdered. Like, Ace yeah. is good at that. That scene is. Ace lives in a shitbox. He is months <laughs> behind on rent. He cannot fix his car windshield because he is no. too broke. Pet detective yeah. work is not lucrative. And I was texting you and, and another former guest of the show, Ryan Nanny, and I said, of all the all the movies we've done with the main characters, is this the hardest one to like bring home to your family and try to justify that you're dating this person?
2: Yes, <laughs> like, because he's just all of the mannerisms and the vibes and everything. Like, the
1: sunflower seeds thing? Like, imagine oh that at your family's God. table on Thanksgiving.
2: <laughs> That's one of the funniest scenes. This is going to be another one of those, like, visual jokes for an audio <laughs> podcast. But when he's, like, watching the highlights of Snowflake's new tricks, he's like, <laughs> like, <laughs> nodding in approval. It gets me every single day. Whoa. <laughs> like, he's just so impressed by it. Um, yeah, this would be this would be a hard sell. Oh, like yeah. I'm trying to think of like, my mom would pull me aside and be like, I mean, even just the outfits are so great with like yeah, the like red, guy? red, black striped pants and like the and Florida. It,
1: and there's, there's again, like nothing to fall back on. Like your family likes animals, but it's like, Oh, so yeah. is he successful <laughs> pet detective? It's like, Oh, well, depends on how Kinda. you define successful.
2: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> kind of. <laughs> oh man. He's got to
1: move in with me. Cause he got evicted. Yeah, by Mister Chicken Dance.
2: By Mister Chicken Dance, he had to bring his fridge with the freezer doggy dorms for the penguins.
1: I mean, yeah, it he's he'd be he'd be a tough sell. But be a it, tough sell. There's some casting ones that are fun, um, and I again I don't know how much I believe all these, especially because <laughs> like the movie was was crafted around Ace Ventura. Yeah, uh, around uh, Jim Carrey. Same Rick, thing. Rick Moranis turned down the role of Ace Ventura allegedly. No,
2: Uh, this is this is one of the movies that we talk about. There is literally no other person that could play this role.
1: An actor we recently discussed allegedly considered for the role. And this is where I'm like, Judd Nelson, who we haven't talked about, considered for the role. Alan Rickman, considered for the
2: role. Stop, stop. Hans Gruber,
1: pet detective. That's got
2: to (laughs) be fake. There's no way. (laughs) severus snape pet detective like no what if, no chance
1: what if he played it like dead serious pet detective it's a di- it's a completely different movie but just like alan rickman in a in a weird comedy but he is just dead serious as the pet detective
2: i would watch an alan R- well rest in peace i would watch an alan rickman serious pet detective movie
1: <laughs> i would love i would i would love that
2: can he be funny
1: has Alan Rickman uh, yes. been in have you seen Have you seen Dogma? Are you into Kevin Smith movies <gasps> I much?
2: I have seen Dogma.
1: You know who loves Dogma? This guy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so. I haven't seen it forever. He was in that.
1: Yeah, I mean, everyone was in that, to be Yeah,
2: fair. literally. I mean, I remember Kevin Matt Damon. Smith, and... Kevin
1: Smith brings them out, man. I love the Kevin yeah. Smith movies. Um, Lauren Holly turned down the role here, played by Courtney Cox, but co-starred with Jim Carrey in Dumb and Dumber yeah. later in the year. Um,
2: i was gonna tell you i really like courtney cox in this
1: i like courtney cox in this too i mean the courtney cox do you have a favorite of the the friends
2: oh um well i can tell you it's not
1: it's It's not david schwimmer yeah
2: yeah (laughs) like i i friends is one of those shows that I would not say that I like it. I don't know. It's really hard to describe this relationship I have with the show because I've seen every episode multiple times. Um, And it's one that's on TBS every day from like 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. or something. And it's great. I've always needed background noise when I do stuff. And I think that's partly from like flying days where I have multiple screens going and lots of stuff happening. I can't just sit quiet and like not have and so I don't really I don't watch them I don't sit here and just like you know but anyway um, I would say she's probably one of I think she's my favorite female character on there I like the character Mm -hmm. Rachel and Ross I could go on a whole thing about how they're like an actually terrible toxic couple and that should not be the standard with which we like aim to achieve when it comes to relationship because it is bad 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 he is the most toxic ever and she's not Super better than he is in the show, but anyway, yes, she's lovely. I can't believe that this came out the same year. So I was thinking that she had a couple seasons of Friends, like stock in the yeah. books or whatever, and I, like was like, oh, I don't we'll think, grab the, you yeah. know
1: I don't think she takes this movie if Friends is like two or three years in and really successful. I think like yeah. she so she does scream in 1996, and I think that makes more sense because yes. that is Wes Craven doing a horror movie. I'm sure yes. the script was very in demand. Like, and that is that part is such such a different role yeah. than than her friend's role. I'm not. I'm actually don't. I would be very surprised if she's she's in this. Like, she's not in the sequel. I think that's by design. No yeah <laughs> on yeah. her end but yeah well, he,
2: can't be, he, can, he can't be tethered to
1: no of course i mean okay <laughs> a career woman yeah we've we've also we've got to talk about just women and ace ventura because i have questions um <laughs> have so many questions yeah yeah um the last one is uh the actor playing ray finkel in the photo of the dolphins group shot is actually sean young in a wig and a fake mustache stop yes I i, I, I mean, had no idea until i read the trivia
2: she's beautiful
1: when we get to Peter Gallagher I've got got something
2: I think you're also influenced by sexy saxophone of the 90s Uh, because every time she walked in a room there was was, sexy saxophone
1: listen peak sax like is this when Kenny G was a big deal I
2: don't know but it was well I mean it also wasn't a Bill Clinton a saxophone player
1: yes he was yeah. Yeah.
2: I to mean, uh, again, back to how this got made. There's a Jason Manzucas. I don't remember what episode, but he got sexy saxophone playing on that song. Like every time I heard it, that's what I thought of.
1: Yeah. I mean yeah. listen, Sean Young, I mean she's she she was in other like uh she's in Blade Runner, she's in um mm-hmm. Wall Street. Like, I mean, yes please. Yes yeah, please.
2: She's She's gorgeous. She's beautiful.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, she's she, beautiful. She's fierce too. I would. Yeah. Let her stick that her is, gun that in cannot, my hip. Is that
2: really her with a mustache and hair? That's
1: what IMDb trivia says.
2: And I would never. I would never distrust IMDb trivia. Never,
1: never. It's it's like the um, Home Alone. Buzz's girlfriend is actually Buzz with like a with like a wig and fake. Weird, really? Yeah. The <laughs> picture. <any> the <laughs> picture of Buzz's Buzz. Girlfriend, your girlfriend.
2: Yeah. Woof. <laughs> Well, that makes me feel better about insulting her then because exactly. it's like clearly, you know, it's him yeah. with a wig. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs>
1: Let's take a quick ad break and we will get back with 3Up.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
1: All right, three up. So, what are what are three things that worked about this movie for you? Um, right away, right away, you just start cracking up. I mean, just start laughing. C- Carrie in general, the the cariness yes. of it all.
2: Like it is, I'm telling you, that I just giggle at this whole movie, and it's the delivery, it's the ridiculousness of it, it's the, I, <laughs> it's just so funny, and I was sitting here like hadn't seen it in several years at least and as soon as he's like walking he has already taken the dog from the opening the opening scene is art like it is flawless like absolutely one of the funniest or best opening sequences to a comedy in my opinion the they line that's seared in my it.
1: head is the it sounds broken it's, <laughs> sure i'm sure it is it's probably something else
0: nice, though what do you want? HDS, sir. And how are you this afternoon? Alrighty, then. I have a package for you.
1: Sounds broken.
0: Most likely, sir. I'll bet it was something nice, though.
2: I bet it was something nice. <laughs> <laughs> and the number of times still to this day that my sister and I do the get away from the door. <laughs> I say get. <laughs> we still do that. Um, and the, just I mean, everything. So he's like, Picking everything, you know, breaking it on every single thing on this Miami street. It's a great scene setter of where they are. Like, it's clearly Miami. Mm-hmm. He's absolutely ridiculous. Obviously has a stuffed shirt. You don't know why yet. Like, and he's just breaking everything in the funniest possible way when he lets the the... <laughs> elevator doors close on it twice and it's like like (laughs) oh my bad and then chest passes it out of the elevator when he gets to the third floor like he's on the dr pepper challenge like lost it we're going it's carrie (laughs)
1: Carrie turned up to a hundred it's like be as zany be as weird and like do as many weird body movements this is something in the trivia too is that he wanted he designed it to like move like an animal like he wanted yeah. to move like a bird and very very much the case why did that grungy man have the shih tzu like it, right he just always <laughs> right? won a shih tzu and because it didn't seem like it was he was just holding a leverage it for
2: thing yeah it reminded me of um uh legally blonde as well like when they go get the dog back mm-hmm. from um jennifer coolidge's which again that's jennifer coolidge's art queen um and so yeah i think the that opening scene works for me um uh, <laughs> like, i like immediately went right back to my head hungry fella there you go um <laughs> with the, the uh, whole thing. when are
1: you getting the the tray of dog food into your car
2: i know <laughs> i'm sure any of these dogs would love that and the uh sometimes it gets flooded we'll just wait or we could try it now because the thing that with what you just said too like it's carry up to you know up to 11 Mm -hmm. like that can be really annoying i'll yeah i am just say it like not this it doesn't work in every single movie that he's done or else he would have way more i think like huge comedies that were huge successes i think you get a lot of Carrie and like liar liar mm-hmm. and a lot of Carrie and like Bruce almighty, but really past that there aren't a ton where he's like that good level or good mixture. Anyway. So I just this think this is that also one of the scene, few,
1: like this has no, he doesn't turn down the knob at all. The no. whole movie versus like a Bruce almighty or a liar liar have, have like serious not, not ultra serious in Bruce almighty, but, but yeah. you've got the relationship aspect with Jennifer Aniston and then liar liar, obviously the relationship with the child yeah, um, like that's, you know, that's huge. And so he, he he's doing some shifting there with this. It's like, no, dude, just be weird for 86 yeah. minutes.
2: Yeah, also perfect run time for this. Oh, so 86 honest.
1: minutes. Th- this is one of the things that worked for me. was, yeah, it, it's really it keeps it really simple, but it's not like too simple, but it like, it, it picks up once he finds out that the stone came from the, the ring that he finds. Yeah. And it's like very simple. It's like, okay, process of elimination. Yeah. It's one of these people. <laughs> it's not a complex thing. There's only, we only look at one other suspect really. And then it's yeah. like, it, it keeps it simple. Keeps it easy. If this movie was 110 minutes, I, I don't think it'd be nearly as good.
2: No, I agree. And the other thing that works for me is the, like just the general premise of the um, pet detective and that, the Miami Dolphins mascot gets kidnapped the week of the Super Bowl <laughs> and the Dolphins hire this weird man to come help them because like clear like I love the role of Martha what is it? is it Martha Martha Metz oh the bitch Oh, the
1: bitch the, oh, the, bitch. <laughs> the, the it just was it was half dead when i found her or whatever
2: <laughs> That just that's and he It's just perfect because he doesn't remember the people. He remembers the dogs and the animals and whatever. And so I think that where she as a character with just that one scene, I think you can like kind of try and figure out a bunch about her where she's like, you know what I did when my, you know, I I forgot Mitzi or whatever went missing. I hired a pet detective and she's kind of like that quirky weirdly. The office is always saying hi and talking. not that being hot, whatever. She's like getting
1: energy off crystals.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, oh, we got nothing else to try. Like let's, I guess we'll let's do try it. Try the pet like, detective. Yeah. So I think that premise of it and there's just something so hilarious about the Kicker who missed a crucial field goal being so mad about it.
1: <laughs> ba- it's, so it, it was based off the Scott Norwood missing the field goal in the uh for the Bills to win it, it oh a super God. bowl one of the Super Bowls. And it's like, yes yeah, if, if Scott Norwood broke bad. Um <laughs> it just it's <laughs> the the Finkel House just <laughs> I, <know>. is, <laughs> I need to-
2: and a new pair of shorts (laughs) so good oh man that whole it's incredible um can we talk about ray finkel
1: is one of the most talented people of all time ray finkel becomes an nfl kicker becomes like a pro bowl kicker before he misses that kick and also becomes like the lead detective in the miami in a miami police department like miami police department seemed like a big deal a lot of crime down there like, yeah, ra- I've like seen Dexter. Ra- yeah, exactly. <laughs> Same. Like, ra- like on like Lois Einhorn or Ray Finkel, Like, probably had to like bust some narco's to to make this happen.
2: They had to like put work in to get to that point. <laughs> like, and, this is really not- impressive.
1: Probably had to yeah. forge some documents, like a oh, lot yeah. of documents.
2: Is you know what did they say? Intimidate leader and in, like field goal and stuff, and yes. you know, lieutenant of the Miami Police Department.
1: Incredible, incredible like- stuff
2: after breaking out of an of an asylum like
1: and, and it just i'm truly... open i'm open <laughs> best scene in this one is going to be tough um so, so hard. i have i have a strikeout that is not the the part of the movie that just aged badly yeah this is a big strikeout and i, I need your opinion on it. it melissa played by courtney cox very attractive Willing yes. to have sex with Ace in front of forty animals.
2: <laughs> that's that so is, upsetting. That is hell
1: on earth. So there's <laughs> like, there's a, a piece of trivia. There were certain animals on set that Courtney Cox is terrified of. The monkey is one of these. Tom Shadyac claims that the sex scene between her and Carrie, with all the animals in the room looking on, is the most uncomfortable sex scene put to film. He is not wrong. That is, in terms of is, consensual sex scenes on film, that is deeply upsetting.
2: Yeah, that's too. That's too many living things too many i mean to things. each to each their own All making
1: noise and like making <laughs> yeah, movements and, all... and stuff like that and like for ace this is normal ace is a weird dude he lives with these yeah. animals melissa is an executive with the, dolphins. <laughs> with the dolphins she could she could probably date who, like she has a, yes. a, a pick and she yes. lives in miami she's an executive with the dolphin she's probably very well paid she's very yes. attractive and yes. she's like getting with ace and, i mean in 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 that, like in what I had for three down, there are three. There are pretty much three attractive women in this movie. There's Cordy Cox, there's mm-hmm. there's uh, Sean Young, there's Lois Einhorn, and then there's yep. the woman at the beginning with the Shih Tzu and the like. Bare the top, barely covering her boobs. Yeah, and all three of them are interested in Ace Ventura.
2: Just hundred percent in. <laughs> Just right, going for for that. I. Oh. It's um, a little perplexing. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know that. That's where I said, like, I'm not sure he's a really super great businessman. In I understand. Technically, all she said was that she was going to take his pants off. She yeah. didn't say she was going to do anything else.
1: Also, what's going on there? Like,
2: in yeah, swing- it's, is it's this swinging than, on like, the door frame. <laughs> it's, it's a very upsetting scene. <laughs> so it's funny because that that and the sex scene like the actual sex scene with and even that's tame but like again as i saw this when i was like uh, 13 or something no clue what the first one yeah about.
1: same oh when i was a kid i was like what is <laughs> yeah. it's it's yeah. the least suggestive act ever because yeah. you're like what and is-? his
2: pants don't come off like even when he's like it's supposed to be that he's getting, you know, wrestled around as she's doing whatever.
1: What? A, like God, one of what. the times
2: he swings, it's still belted and at his waist. <laughs> so unless she's like vigorously trying to untuck his like pant legs from boots or something, <laughs> it makes no sense. But if you're not able to pay rent, I don't think that you should be accepting, um, pant removal or sexual favors, which I think is what they were getting at, yeah. as payment for, a, uh because you like he said he's like, well, you know, I you know, would like money. My my car sustained a
1: significant amount of damage. <laughs>
2: yeah, like instead he's just like, yeah, I'll just let you take my pants off and I'll just drive around with this broken wheel windshield. And, and the then I literally,
1: the literally have to go home to my apartment and avoid my landlord <laughs> with
2: the with the palm frond, <laughs> <laughs> Mister Shigadance. <laughs> that that scene, that's what is so great about this movie is the little scenes like that are just perfection mm-hmm. like just the entire yes satan yes sa- <laughs> also there's a few times that's one of them i'm sorry sir you, he he goes full canadian mm-hmm. in a lot of like that's when you like you can tell he's from canada he's like oh i'm sorry sir <laughs> like, i thought you were someone else <laughs> you,
1: you sounded like else. someone else <laughs> sounded like someone else yeah i mean he uh mr chicken <laughs> is also being <laughs> you have uh you have not seen breaking bad right you didn't do Breaking no. Bad, so m- he's mr- been
2: in so much oh stuff. so much
1: i mean he's in scarface he's in breaking bad like mr shika is is uh, that guy
2: because there were so many times where i would be like oh my god mr shika dance um in other things and he will always be mr shika dance like that's his official name
1: um okay so something else like down or something else that that didn't work Leaving a calling card to let someone know that you just pulled a fast one yeah, on them yeah, <laughs> it seems yeah. like a bad idea. Yeah, that one. Not like it's hard idea. to find. Cannot imagine um, there's many either Ace Venturas or pet detectives. Like in the yellow pages, he's no. got to be the only one of either.
2: Yeah. It's so unnecessary. Um, yeah, that's a good one. The other thing that <laughs> that didn't make sense, I don't know if this is a didn't work for me or a, a strike, but we're expected to believe that the Miami Dolphins were just going to proceed with the Super Bowl after their starting quarterback, Dan Marino, yeah. was kidnapped. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, th- that's the one. The Super Bowl <laughs> is in their home stadium, it's being played in the afternoon. The Dolphins, their starting yeah. quarterback, a future NFL Hall of Famer gets kidnapped, and there's like. <laughs> The show must go on. The well, the last game up. of the year too, so it's not like there's anything after this they have to get to. They could literally yeah. just postpone this indefinitely. And then <laughs> he comes out and plays after being kidnapped for multiple days. Also, Dan's yeah. doing a, a commercial shoot in during Super Bowl week.
2: During yeah, isotoners man, they don't I sleep. Mean, this
1: <laughs> is is this why Dan Marino never won a Super Bowl? Was he not taking this seriously enough?
2: I also love that scene because as like just his. His delivery of everything is fantastic, um, and he's like, "Is this a rewrite?" <laughs> like, Wait,
1: what I what what grade so are we much. giving Dan Marino in terms of athlete actor here?
2: Ooh, I'll give him a like C I think plus, C plus B minus. B
1: minus is fair.
2: Yeah, I think he he ate scenes like he was he was munching on scenes he was in. Um, but he wasn't particularly like, I think, he, I think he had a good time. <laughs> the fact they were able to get him to show up to be in a movie in which an old lady says that he should get gonorrhea <laughs> and rotten hell. <laughs> that is one of the funniest lines that's so ever good. been delivered.
0: It was all that Dan Marino's fault. Everyone knows that. If he had held the ball laces out like he's supposed to, Ray would never have missed that kick. Dan Marino should die of gonorrhea and rot in hell. Would you like a cookie, son? <laughs> Want a cookie,
2: son?
1: That was the it's, thing too in the night, like the the grandma delivering the crude line always works. This yes. uh, Billy Madison, the peeing your pants is cool. Yes, um, the grandma. Yeah.
2: Lake Placid had a couple where Betty White was the uh,
1: the grandma and wedding she crashers had a couple of funny ones. just just ripping them off at the table, yes. like. Yeah. Um <laughs> why, why didn't Einhorn just kill Dan and Ace? Like I don't understand how why like she calls it in, we got the perp, it's Ace Ventura, you know, whatever. Yeah. She could have shot Dan Marino and then it's Ace's word against hers. Or she kills them both. I don't leaving Dan Marino alive. Like Dan Marino is not going to be like, "Oh, yeah, it was it was this guy." Like the yeah, flaw in the plan. Was...
2: Not particularly. Yeah. She got too caught up in the moment trying to get her revenge on Dan. I think I think that was the plan because she was deciding she was going to. Well, then once Ace got there, she was like, I'm going to make you watch me kill the dolphin first, which I was like, that's excessive. that's a lot. Like what? Is, Snowflake didn't really do anything in this situation. Um But yeah, it was a not totally flawless yeah. plan. Yeah. on her part. And how but, is she bankrolling
1: yeah. this plan? too because like she j- just just the the police the detective salary i'm sure she does fine but like she bankrolls well, a heist? She,
2: i think she had free labor
1: that's sure she's keeping them out because of, keeping them out of jail
2: yeah which i thought was a good like that was that was smart that was a good uh um storyline piece there was a nice little where he's touch. like whatever she's paying you i'll pay you more and they're like ah, it's not just the money she's keeping us out of jail which if you're gonna be a corrupt you know police lieutenant like that's a brilliant plan, honestly, well, yeah. <laughs> free labor. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought that was, uh, yeah. So I think that mostly, I mean, outside of that, she's just got to get some warehouse space maybe. that's
1: true. Right. A little yeah. warehouse with a, with a, uh, with some water there.
2: Yeah. The, uh, I think the important thing to find out is how she's keeping snowflake in just one area. Um, yeah,
1: that's, that's true. But maybe there's some netting down there.
2: Yeah, I like sassy snowflake. Snowflake <laughs> crushes it. Where where Dan Marino gets a a B minus C plus, I give snow snowflake a solid A. a, a yeah, A snowflake, plus A. Yeah, snowflake's point. a champ.
1: Is there anything else that didn't work for you? Any any questions? There's Just one other that. reference that doesn't age well at all. It's uh, the brief clip of the Super Bowl. Did did you hear who gets tackled?
2: No. Herschel Walker.
1: <laughs>
2: oh man. He
1: of Georgia really? Senate candidacy fame.
2: Yeah. Did they I never um well, it's just I love that it was like middle of the day, seventeen fourteen halftime score against the Eagles. Seventeen
1: fourteen halftime. They get Dan Marino from wherever this little like warehouse marina is to the stadium. Yeah. Just in time. Just in time. He's-
2: just in time i bet he i bet he threw a perfect second
1: half and they won the super bowl yeah i'm, I'm 100% I'm sure dan wishes that was the case <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> dan did i mean oh, dan man. got the the he hall did it right. of, yeah the hall of fame yeah, he, did it right. um, he was on uh, <laughs> yeah. he was on cbs forever like he was on their i don't think he's on their show anymore but he used to be yeah.
2: does he do you think he got to keep that sweet sweet vest
1: i hope so that maybe that came out that was like his personally. He's like, I feel, I feel confident. I feel he showed up to set, this. and
2: that he's like, I need, I need my vest to make this work. I
1: mean, it does have the vibes of someone who like just just showed up to set. They were like, just Dan, we need you for you know yeah. a couple hours. Just come to set. It's <laughs> like,
2: does everyone say nice stuff about me in this movie? And we're like, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. totally, mm-hmm, yeah,
1: totally. That's the case. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> let's let's go into best scene. We we talked about the opener. <laughs> um ace ace going to the police station for the first time uh which is i, I just remember is ace talking to tone look with his ass
2: <laughs> <Sola mia>. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i must ask you a question uh we made all sorts of jokes about that i think that seems pretty funny it sets up the like relationship that he has with the actual with the actual cops. Mm-hmm. sounds really bad but um and it also shows that he's you know he's a weird guy, all that stuff. But you were right. I think it's important that he's good at his job, and he's extremely quick-witted. Like when it comes to like the responses and stuff. Um, I did laugh heartily at, oh, Lassie must be missing, and then Aguado being like, "Make any good collars lately, or were they leashes?" <laughs> like, it's so dumb. But I laugh every single time. Yeah, um,
1: Aguado, <laughs> Aguado, uh, <laughs> the Ace Ace going essentially go ace and melissa go to the the charity benefit and excellent gets, ace gets stuck in the uh in the fish tank
2: hilarious scene one of the funniest lines of the movie is if i had been drinking from the toilet i might have been killed <laughs> i mean that whole the thing that's brilliant about that scene is is he's trying to be this like tom ace lawyer from stanford like Stanford was law but he's still ace like doing dumb shit and when he's like tasting the well he's there saying like oh you know you could make a whole career off of like people getting food poisoning from fancy events and then that's his like (laughs) so when he comes up he's like trying all the different things mushy isn't it um but when he comes up and says he like asked where the bathroom is it's just like the most childish stuff and it kills me still I laugh so hard he's like I think it's the pate (laughs) probably looks better on the way out huh (laughs) And then grabs his stomach like he's gonna be sick. Oh my goodness. And the just the ridiculousness of the entire like he steps away from the state the sink doing the like high step thing with his hands and then goes over the railing and then back over the rail. Like just all of that is so funny to me.
1: Um I mean, and this guy literally know, has yeah. jaws in his in his fish tank. Yes.
2: Which- I guess that could be a thing that doesn't really work in the sense that like it gets so cheesy like that he catches a bullet in his teeth at one point like, <laughs> and like Ace would have died several times yeah. like oh. in this
1: movie but oh yeah
2: but yeah that, that scene is oh and I mean I forgot the all, thing that like again one of the funniest lines where he comes out of the bathroom all in tatters and he does the like do not go in there
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's it wasn't a 90s comedy if there wasn't like one bathroom scene or like any yes 100 again like dumb and dumber that's jeff daniel's finest (laughs) (laughs) and i guess and i guess the the sea bass scene as well (laughs)
2: I'm thinking of it
1: uh-huh. um the roger pedactor Chamber, <laughs> the roger pedactor murder him screaming while moving the door oh, that, that oh, like oh. lives rent free in my head it's it's yes. oddly satisfying the-
2: <laughs> <laughs> also um the we have exercise the demons <laughs> this house is clear <laughs> and then he's doing the like loser loser um that again that's another scene that shows that he's not just witty and like a good pet mm-hmm. detective but he clearly would be a good cop like he's just doing this listening to people tell their stories and like piecing them together um and I also laugh at when he picks up the dog and and Einhorn walks in and growls at her yeah <laughs> it's he it's goes, like the, oh it's true it, they can sense evil
1: <laughs> it's well it's the clue too that that was in the trivia that it's like an easter egg is that the dog had yeah. seen Einhorn before and knew that she murdered yeah. Roger Predactor um, yeah. Oh yeah,
2: I didn't even think about that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, oh shit. <laughs> the next scene I've got, this is this is my favorite is when Ace visits the Finkel household. Is my is my it's, favorite for sure.
2: Holy sh- it is there is not again, not much funnier than you finding out so you figure out Ray Finkel is the missing piece. It was on the the roster, the team picture that he didn't have, or whatever because he joined the season late. Um, and so <laughs> you there's not much funnier than the reveal of why Ray Finkel h- hates the Dolphins and Dan Marino so much that on the missed kick. <laughs> The laces. I mean, that is that is actually something that if there's <laughs> anything that has come out of this movie, that is still a thing people talk about when laces, kickers miss kick.
1: Laces out, Dan. It, people every, anytime someone misses a kick, it's laces out, Dan. Laces
2: out, Dan. People will look for it on the replay to see if the holder got laces out. And I assume, I didn't play football, but I assume that that's a real thing and that's whatever. But I'm not sure, I have no reference into how prevalent or popular that thought process was in general society before this movie came out but it is a thing that people talk about now and when she's like it's all that dan marino's fault i snort laugh like it is just the funniest thing to me in a movie full of funny lines and um i hope he gets gonorrhea and rats in hell (laughs) would you like a cookie son and then he looks at him i think it's the
1: only (laughs) scene i think it's the only scene where jim carrey isn't the funniest person in the scene
2: Yes, because when she takes him up to that room, <laughs> she goes, What a sportsman, huh? <laughs> it is just iconic because it's like she has no, like, she doesn't think it's weird in any way. It's like, Die, Dan, die, laces out, like written on the walls <laughs> and like his eyes cut out of like poster board pop ups of him and has a reel to reel that's queued up to show the missed kick. <laughs>
1: And it's the, uh, and like the, the, the husband, like dad Finkel is like, knows exactly what's going on. It's like, he's never coming home. Like he, the
2: guy's a weirdo. He's lost it. (laughs) What a sports nut, huh?
1: What is, uh, what is that actress's name? I I had it. I thought I had it. I thought I had it written down. Alice Drummond. Shout out to, to Mrs. Finkel. Alice Drummond. What a queen.
2: Absolute. In absolutely incredible work for someone, she steals this movie with about two minutes. Yeah,
1: one, one I mean, the the Lenny Harris Award in this movie easily, like best supporting character is easily Miss Finkel.
2: Yeah, she's fantastic. So good, like. And every single thing that she says is perfectly delivered. And, and I mean, we didn't even talk about the fact that she's like, he's a fan of our son as they're like wrestling the gun, the shotgun, and he's like dodging it back and <laughs> forth. And like, this is my graceland. <laughs> like, it is just, it is hilarious from start to finish. And, yeah, hope he gets gonorrhea and rots in hell. Is an all time all time comedy like movie comedy
1: line. Like, did I miss any of your favorites? I mean, there's there's really not many other scenes. It's a very short movie. There's like when he um, goes and visits Woodstock and the rave. Yeah. The <laughs> New England the clam chowder
2: <laughs> is that the red or the white? <laughs> I can never remember that. <laughs> um, there's the. When they go to the asylum, has some funny moments. Yeah. Um, and then I'm trying to think if there's anything else. When they where... go to the
1: asylum, I'm I'm like 99% sure that nothing Jim Carrey did was scripted. Like all the football and all the lines <laughs> and everything like had to have been completely, just completely off the top.
2: I'm open, I'm open. That's why I think like most of this movie, I'm like, how are they not laughing through... Like I how do you not bust out laughing when Mrs. Finkel is saying stuff? <laughs> so? Um yeah, that's probably I mean, again, it's those are all really good scenes. I think it's the Finkel household like in a runaway. And that's not to say that the other scene honestly, the second my oh, we oh, oh, we didn't do this one, which is also great. Him checking out Snowflake's tank.
1: Oh God. <laughs> so okay, so um when you when you watched it, when you did your your rewatch, did it have? Was it the version where he comes out and is the trainer? No. Okay. So I realized I learned this for the first time that that was not in every cut of the movie. The VHS I had, he comes out and he is the he does. Do you the, know him? Yes.
2: Do you call on him at home? <laughs> Do you have a door <laughs> Do you call student? him on the
1: phone? <laughs> 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 that, that part was not in the the Holy prime shit. version.
2: It's funny because I think I didn't realize it because I just did it in my head. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because the scene where I also still say, if I'm not back in five minutes, just wait longer. Um, and then the whole thing like where he's like, Captain's (laughs) log. Still hilarious. Um, I did not realize that. And now did like was it cut for some reason? Like, is there something I, where, like,
1: I guess so. I can't. It's it's in the trivia somewhere. I can I can deep dive it. But yeah, it was just that it wasn't. It didn't make a certain cut of the movie. I can't remember if it was in the theater or not. Oh, I don't man. think it, I don't think it was in the version in the theater, but it was on the DVD.
2: Yeah, I've. I mean, that's the one that I've always seen. Had him. Uh, do you know him? Do you know? Him? Do you call on him at home? <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's because um, we got the the other one that's well i guess maybe that's for best quotes where she's like i want you out of my office by the time i get out of the bathroom
1: (laughs) (laughs) number one number
2: two one and number two i just want to know how much time i have (laughs) well let's
1: go into best quote because you told me you had a ton of them i mean my the best quote uh, to me is the dan marino i hope he gets got a rhea and ron yeah there is. is a bunch of them
2: yeah it's i mean it is just non stop. I, I you said the one where he's like, sounds broken. <laughs> Most likely. I bet it was something nice though.
1: When um, um when the woman with the shih tzu is taking off his pants, the people are really friendly around here. <laughs> <laughs> people
2: are really friendly around here, huh? Oh uh, one of this is not a quote, but like when he was at the party and he just like messed with the cello player. Yeah,
1: that was uh that was unscripted. Carrie just walked by and, and did that.
2: <laughs> um I love T- Tone Loke actually if it weren't for Mrs. Finkel stealing the show completely, um, I think that you could make an argument. I think you make an argument for Tone Loke regardless, because he was fantastic. He's like, any unusual bets being made? <laughs> he's like, of course there's bets being made. It's the Super Bowl. and I just love the delivery of it. It was so good. Tone
1: looks like super um, scratchy voice.
2: Yes. Iconic oh, 90s it's... voice. Yes, um, I think it's the pate <laughs> stuff looks better on the way out. Be careful with that phone, Lieutenant. In time, you could develop a tumor, <laughs> which was also very 90s humor because like that was the thing with cell phones, right? Like not everyone had oh, them. yeah. And like if you talk on the phone, like, um,
1: let's see. Uh, When, when they get to way. the party at camp's house. Hi, Captain Steubing. How are go for duck? If you do anything to embarrass me in front of camp. What
0: like this? <laughs> hi captain steubing Howard gopher and
1: doc permission to come aboard sir
2: and when she when courtney cox corrects the angry guy at the beginning that it's a mammal (laughs) he's like oh look at this this is Jacques Cousteau <laughs> I
1: needed more of I needed more of that guy he's only in one scene yeah, like
2: he he was fantastic find the
1: fish or find new jobs like that's your <laughs> <laughs> that's a football you guy
2: you could you could play it whenever he says like the whole thing like you can do all this time you fillet um hungry fella there you go I <laughs> you um go. I think I've said most of them I've said a lot of them at this point um it is. It is also the um, when he just does the like Finkel Einhorn Einhorn Finkel Finkel Einhorn. But that's not really a quote. That's just a mushy, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's <laughs> most of them come from race and
1: <laughs> Um I only had one thing for most athletic moment, and watching Dan Marino rip a rip a nice tight spiral is is truly a treat. <laughs>
2: it's really <laughs> get, a treat. You get, you get
1: him ripping off one. They're like, you know, Dan, Dan, give me, give me one, give me one. He throws it, and he's like, man. That man could, could throw a football.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that or when um, Ace climbs over the railing. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. Escaping, <laughs> jumps escaping off that ledge. Jaws is is one.
2: Yeah, that's that's sports. That's yeah. athletic. Uh,
1: we kind of did the the Lenny Harris Pinch Hitter Award. That is uh, Alice Drummond is Mrs. Finkel. One scene wonder. Yeah. Like the e- one She's... of the easiest wins.
2: Yeah. It's weird because this is almost a movie entirely of pinch hitters because of what mm-hmm. we said at the beginning where it's like, he is he is the movie like it is all about him um you could argue the, that no
1: one's in it too much maybe corny right. cox
2: right so you can either say corny cox and einhorn and <sighs> that's probably, probably it probably it maybe tone Loke. maybe just based on like percentage that he's in it over the rest of the cast but um
1: yeah everyone yeah, else he's... It's like one scene here one scene there like Roger yeah. the actor has like two scenes <laughs> Uh Woodstock has you know one scene.
2: <laughs> That's how I remember which Glim Chowders which, by the way.
1: <laughs> the, the red or the white. <laughs> um okay, so Peter Gallagher. Peter Gallagher Award for the hottest person in this movie. This is going to a woman. This is going okay, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you, is there is there a hot man in this movie? <laughs> no. Where 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 are we at as Dan Marino? on a Dan Marino
2: he's uh he's handsome yeah yeah you know, quarterback I don't know handsome. If it's like
1: quarterback yeah. handsome is a different kind of handsome
2: yeah he's
1: you know yeah um, um
2: but so I'm just gonna Courtney, say it, like we, Courtney Cox
1: and Sean yeah. Young are like
2: Courtney Cox in. when they went when she went to the when they went to the party she looks like a million bucks she looks fantastic excellent um, Excellent. I think she, this is probably, I mean, it's like I said, it's around the same time that she does like all the other things, um, like starting with friends and whatever. Um, but this is, I think her, per- like, she looks gorgeous in this movie. Um, I think probably because yeah. in screaming, Sean had Young in, bangs. in the
1: suit. Yeah. Sean Young in that it- suit though has me she crushes him
2: like and that's the thing they try and make it look like super boxy and like Mm -hmm. you know and and this would be like where my like grandmother's like she's a handsome woman like (laughs) that's like the old terminology thing she's gorgeous Mm -hmm. like yeah um her face structure is beautiful all in
1: (laughs) all in just
2: yeah yeah. she sounds like she's gorgeous um yeah they both absolute Absolutely deserved all the sexy saxophone in this movie. Yeah. Like. <laughs>
1: I'm going to insert that. That's going to be like the theme now for the Peter Gallagher Award. Just put it in the background. Who deserves <laughs> this the sexy, sexy saxophone? saxophone.
2: <laughs> that's, yeah, that's how those works. Yeah, they were gorgeous. <laughs>
1: uh, best time, worst time. Yeah, Ace has the best time. I feel like he's never having, yeah. he's a guy who's never having a bad time.
2: No. Yeah, I think he has the best time.
1: Um, <laughs> Mrs. Fagel kind of has a a great time in her own world. Like she's she seems very happy.
2: Yeah. The um.
1: No one has that bad a time. Einhorn has a bad time Probably at the end, at the end, but like yeah. during, she's like during the movie her the plot that she's waited years to strike on is going into progress. It's so this looking has great. Be very, oh, yeah. looking.
2: It's looking great. It, Things are looking up. And if
1: it weren't for that meddling Ace Ventura, she would have gotten <laughs> away with it too.
2: She would have gotten away with it. Yeah. Um, obviously we can't count Podactor. Can't count Podactor,
1: but that's a tough <laughs> to
2: obvious out. reasons. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: that's a- Roger Podactor. We, we just talked about, uh, Einhorn, you know, she looks great. Just Fierce, yeah, you know, whatever. She can, like Roger, Roger Prodactor think that like Lois Einhorn is, is legitimately into him. Yeah, come on, <laughs> come on, <Buddy>. Rodage. <laughs> damn it,
2: the note that he sends like, had a great time, had a great time. Love Roger, yeah,
1: just come
2: on. Oh, uh, yeah, on. I mean, he's
1: he he had a stressful time, you know, with the the Did Dan
2: Marino have a bad time. Oh,
1: Dan Marino had a terrible time. Forgot about that. Yeah, like he get, got
2: kidnapped off an isotoner set in a terrible tuxedo. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you know, it, at least missed once, the first
2: half of the Super Bowl. Yeah,
1: at least once he was like, "Fuck, they're gonna find me. I'm gonna be in this terrible tuxedo. Like they, yeah. my dead body is gonna be in this tuxedo."
2: I think the uh, the guy or the yeah it was a guy. The guy in the Eagles mascot had a pretty bad. Oh turn. yeah, got his ass
1: kicked at the Super Bowl.
2: Yeah, on the big screen. That's
1: tough. <laughs> um, okay, first run for this new category. That we developed <laughs> the keith morrison dateline episode for this movie so does
2: right, so, not laugh
1: so, <laughs> i mean so there's the obvious like you know the the dolphin being like the, the actual plot of the movie could be a dateline yeah. episode
2: oh 100 but snowflake it's very much wasn't like the a...
1: only one being kidnapped
2: yeah and <laughs> <laughs> then you have then you have the like um But Einhorn had a dangerous secret, or you could do one of those things, or you could do an entire like Ray Finkel Mm -hmm. episode, I think, where it's like, Ray Finkel, just an all-American boy, soccer-style kicker, loved football, grew up around the game and finally got his chance winning the Super Bowl with the Miami Dolphins.
1: When Ray Finkel went to Shady Acres Mental Institute, (laughs) he wasn't going there to get better. He was going to plot <laughs> revenge.
2: You wouldn't believe the steps he would take to get that revenge.
1: There's also another one. If the shark being kept in the billionaire's house eventually eats someone.
2: Oh, yeah. But
1: there wasn't a goldfish in that fish tank. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Things were more dangerous than they <laughs> appear. And it turned terrifying for one guest of the party. <laughs> like when Dateline returned.
1: <laughs> yeah, those are your those are your two obvious ones. Yeah. Um roster moves. Who's Airbud?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um Oh man. <laughs> Don't look. Don't look
1: Airbud. Airbud just hanging out at the police station, but Tone Look too. Uh, we only see him wearing the police the uniform once. That this one's
2: He's talking to the, the this would involve, the cheerleaders. No,
1: this would also involve Courtney Cox uh holding a pistol to Airbud's head, saying, "I'll kill this oh, cop." No.
2: That's true, but, in, in, but he lives, so it's yeah. Fine. But it's, in, yeah, in, in the okay. police
1: department, he's wearing like a Hawaiian shirt, so they'd be Airbud and yeah. his like chill, yeah. chill bowling shirt or whatever it is.
2: Yeah, um
1: Airbud is Dan Marino.
2: actually yeah that's it that's 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 it because there isn't there an air bud where he plays football Uh,
1: the golden retriever (laughs)
2: golden receiver
1: laces out air bud
2: (laughs) yes yes 100 percent. yeah that's it that's the answer or
1: air bud is snowflake and they have just trained this dog to live in water and Air, air bud is doing the tricks
2: <laughs> this house is clear. Yeah, I think no, I think that's the best. Um Yeah, no, you're right. That's it's Damarino. That's the okay. right answer. Yeah,
1: but last one. Airbud is Mr. Finkel. And Airbud. I holding... was
2: also gonna say
1: see... <laughs> Airbuds holding <laughs> the shotgun like... and just like barking and its subtitles like he's never coming back.
2: <laughs> he's never coming back. She's lost it. <laughs> Although Airbud is Mrs. Finkel would also be very funny. <laughs> Earbuds barking the,
1: the Dan Marino. Line. Yeah. Oh my god. It's
2: all that Dan Marino's fault. That is even that, I'm telling you, this has completely permeated like my family's like joke, you know, lineup for decades.
1: It's super quotable. Um, like and it sticks. Yeah. All these stick.
2: Anything bad that happens, it's all that Dan Marino's fault. <laughs> it was like a gift from the heavens when there was a kid who came to or a guy who came to play for Virginia Lacrosse goalie whose name was Dan Marino. Oh my god. My, like anytime the ball would go in, even if it wasn't his <laughs> fault, and I would be like, it's all the Dan Marino. fault. <laughs> like just that I, I would,
1: that's like the the Michael Bolton thing from office space coming <laughs> to life. Like i would be terrible. Why
2: should I change it? He's the no talent ass clown. So
1: I now work with a guy named Pedro Martinez. <laughs> like
2: That's amazing. Yeah,
1: that's yeah. It's it's that coming to life. Um, It's amazing. Okay. The the big chill. this is not a movie with the big chill. No. This is this is not. I mean, I
2: guess if you say like this when they it's not a big chill, but when they step into his room and see all the like (laughs) laces out, like whatever. Um the the psychotic chills. Yeah, that's like when you find out what's happening, like the reveal, mm-hmm. the like big, you know. But yeah, no, this is not a big chill movie. No,
1: no, <laughs> not not built for that. Um, before more restore, prequel, sequel, mm-hmm. remake. So there is a sequel. It's not as good. Yeah. Um, no. I think I see an image of like Ace crawling out of like what is it like the elephant's ass all the time? The rhino. The rhino. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Um, They did don't have any interest in that. They did like a straight to DVD reboot with a kid. It's like Ace Ventura Pet Kid Detective. I don't actually think that you could do anything with this again. I don't think I don't think anyone would remake it because they don't make movies like this, and I don't think anyone would like tune in to like Ace Ventura remake. Like I I, no. Yeah, I I don't think because the other question I have is like, but.
2: Yeah, as we say, it's like if you do a restore or remake and clean up the storyline, but then it's kind of like it's because it is a twist. Like yeah. we'll we'll throw that. It's a twist. Like the dog laying on the picture and the hair, and it's like that, like moment, whatever. Um, so it's like well, everyone's seen that, like mm. whatever. And I don't know man, I really like comedies, but I feel like I haven't seen a lot lately. Yeah, like, and
1: ones like this too, like they tried Dumb and Dumber 2, wasn't very no, good. No, Um, But especially ones like this, where it relies all on being into that person, their comedy style. And like, you could make an argument that Jim Carrey's kind of not washed, but like stale in that category. Mm-hmm. Like when, I'm, I'm trying to look, when is the last time um I guess the Sonic the Hedgehog movies are good Grayson likes them I actually haven't watched them
2: yeah I've heard I've heard actually good things about
1: them yeah but like when's the last time someone handed him the keys to a comedy and was like we need you so I I love you Philip Morris was actually funny but that was actually like more of a good movie that's based on a true story um also, apparently nobody saw it except me. I guess Yes Man. <laughs> so Yes Man came out in 2008. And it's like, Jim Carrey, or are leading a comedy. But again, it's not like, it's not this kind of performance. It's like, maybe he would be no. into it. Maybe he'd want to be like, yeah, let's, let's dust off these Ace Ventura, you know, training wheels and, and get back out there.
2: I don't know. I don't know that I'm, like, if I'm down, if I'm into it, you know? I think the moment has passed. I think so, for too. Me. I
1: think it'd be terrible. I, I, I truly think it'd be terrible.
2: Um, I just looked up like best comedies because that's the kind of stuff that I do on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and the first few things that they gave me, I'm like, are we calling White Lotus like a straight comedy?
1: Yeah, that's a, I mean, that's it. The has, thing. They just don't do. It has
2: succession in this popular comedy show. Succession. Ah, yes. That <laughs> knee
1: slapping. Knee slapping. Very funny. Succession.
2: Like, that's why everyone says, like, oh, have you seen the latest comedy episode of Succession? Um, but it's weird. Like, I don't want to be the person that's like, they don't do comedy anymore. It's weird. I think most of what I am consuming now when it comes to comedy is stand up.
1: Yeah. It's comedies have to have something else going on now. There's no, like, yeah. hey, this is just going to be funny for 86 minutes. Um like I want to say my last
2: role so role models is one of my absolute favorite comedies of all time. When you're I when you're ready on the last like,
1: like I oh my god role models.
2: it is the funniest and I absolutely love Paul Rudd. This is long documented, mm. but it is just I remember seeing it, and that's another one where it's just stuff that I quote all the time um oh bid him good morrow um but i also love <laughs> that, like, that so is also br- <laughs>
1: something that my friends and i quote all the time
2: <laughs> you good, morrow. You good morrow. um like bridesmaids hilarious yeah. to me
1: um this is the end was like comedy in the past decade see i, decade. Didn't, see, I, I was super i
2: didn't love it i didn't love it
1: um i'm looking at popular 20 uh, 2022 comedies like, everything, everywhere, all at once. That is not what I... I don't classify that as, like, a comedy. It's
2: an excellent movie, but yeah. it's also, like, extremely emotional. Like, I yeah. guess, like...
1: Funny movie yeah. you need to see, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, the movie where Nick Cage is yes. Nick Cage. You would... That is on the it list. It is so up your alley. It's like, I can't... I cannot <laughs> wait for you to watch it. It's so good.
2: Because so, I don't know. But, and I also... I love... um you Know Ted Lasso, Abbott Elementary. Mm-hmm. Some of the those two are two of my favorite comedies, and Schitt's Creek actually ended like very recently. Actually, that was that last season came out during the pandemic. Like, those are shows that I've watched that like comedies that I love. Um, well, in, like with just... this
1: one, it's like the comedy changed. Like, in the 90s, you could take a character, I mean, they were just making yeah. way more of these, but you could take one person, build a movie around them the sailor model the the Jim Carrey model what we talked about and then in it becomes like the Apatow or Adam McKay model where yeah. you have got these these um you know these star-studded cast and these you know these like overgrown man children in in comedy yeah. and like that sort of thing and then it's just gotten like thinner and thinner and thinner and they really just don't make them anymore
2: well, yeah yeah I was going to say it's you know the People to be like, oh, it's woke society can't make comedies anymore. So I'm like, no, there's stuff that's funny without being.
1: Yeah. I mean, this yeah. isn't this would be I, I don't think they'd remake it, but it is a pretty easy fix to make it work completely yeah. for for yeah. this time. Like it, it's not yeah. a, it's not a difficult fix.
2: No. um, And that's where I'm like this is where I would say remake in the sense that like it's close to being something that would have held up. But yeah. it does not in that sense um
1: it's still fun yeah i just
2: think the other, yeah knocked up is the other i'm looking at like my movie collection over here that i've got <laughs> like eca <laughs> is i think one of the most underrated comedies in recent memory that we'll, we'll movie is that. hilarious
1: you need the to get, get on Letterbox. It's
2: fantastic i do need to get no, on Letterbox. i mean too,
1: tooch is a king yeah absolutely <laughs> so,
2: king. I'm adopted who told <laughs> It's like one of the best. Tooch and Devil and Wears you... Prada is
1: just like so
2: Iconic. good. So he's good. excellent. I also love that there's like a non small contingent of people that are like him and Mark Strong are different people. <laughs> I might be in there sometimes. You know, you're watching Kingsman, you're like, is that, <laughs> that Mark Strong or is that Tooch? <laughs> is the
1: Tooch loose in this Put one? The Tooch and <laughs> Tinker Taylor to- soldier spy.
2: <laughs> like it is just kind of like it's the um, Bill Paxton, Bill Pullman, and the. Um, uh Declan or D- Dermot Mulrooney. what is who's is the other one on that one oh it's uh like... Dylan
1: McDermott
2: yeah <laughs> Dermot Mulrooney, and those those are the three that's the um you know the three commonly mixed up yeah well Paxton and, Paxton and Pullman don't look alike but there's always a time well, where it's I'm an, like it's
1: the name it's yes. definitely the name I'm
2: always like what well, it's got Bill Paxton is an <laughs> Aliens. Yeah, <so> that's
1: right. <laughs> well, someone who will never get confused for someone else is Jim Carrey. And yeah. I, ex- actually, I, I take that back, except for he will get. Uh, fuck, who is the uh, the coach for the Mavericks for the longest time? Um,
2: Not Rick Carlisle.
1: Rick, yeah, Rick Carlisle. It is. Yeah, Rick Carlisle. Yeah, looks like Jim Carrey. Yeah, I can see it.
2: UVA guy by the oh, way from Carlisle. How about that? Well, yeah.
1: Rick Carlisle yeah. could have been an ace Ventura. No one else could have. This was great, Caroline. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you picked this. Uh, tell the folks again where they can follow you.
2: Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at cw Um, or pop on over to For the Win and Bet for the Win. Check out the super fun content got a lot of stuff going on
1: and you can follow me wherever allergies are treated at your your in your local city <laughs> your local <laughs> your local pharmacy you can catch me buying uh buying sudafed uh if you enjoyed this episode of big screen sports subscribe wherever you get your podcast rate and leave a review for an apple podcast and if you want to support the show go to patreon.com slash big screen sports and we will see you next week thanks for listening